0: This is Dramatic Travels. Yo-ho, my friend, Aaron here, and welcome to episode number 31 of Dramatic Travels Family. Here in this episode, here in episode number 31, we are going to do something just a little bit different. Uh, we're going to be talking about passion for travel. We always talk about that passion for travel. But in this episode we're actually just going to take that one step further and we're going to be talking about just the idea of taking that passion, that love for travel and using it to create a business so that travel can become not just part of your life but part of your livelihood. This is a topic that's that's fascinated me for really for years and that fascination just continued more and more as I as I grew this podcast. And I interv- I've i interviewed just dozens of inspirational people, inspirational travelers over the course of this podcast. And I want to share a couple of stories with you uh, here today on this episode 31. The first story, the first clip I'm going to play for you is actually from an interview I did with Zach Clam, who, if you've been following this podcast since the beginning, Zach was my, my second guest. He was on uh, episode number three of Dramatic Travels, and he was the second person I interviewed ever. And after the, you know, kind of the tape stopped rolling, so to speak, after our official interview, Zach and I continued to chat about just his journey in growing his travel blog, which is called taxonamap.com. And we just had this really interesting conversation about the struggles of starting a travel blog, what it takes to to start a new blog. And at that time, I was toying around with the idea of of starting another podcast a podcast that was specifically for individuals who were working to grow a business around their love of travel. And Zach kind of really fit right into that sort of that perfect listener as far as I was concerned. So I was asking him some questions about how he was handling, you know, starting his blog and uh, his expectations when he started and then kind of the realities of starting a travel blog when essentially nobody's reading and you've got to do everything you can to, to get attention in a very, very noisy environment. So first, I'm going to share this clip from Zach. It's just a few minutes of us chatting after that interview, that interview that aired as episode number three of Dramatic Travels. And we're going to get into some some discussion about, again, about uh, growing a travel blog and then my idea for a podcast specifically for entrepreneurs in the travel space and I'll just tell you right now, rather than making you wait, I've actually created that podcast now, and that's why I want to share this kind of this clip from Zach with you now, and just kind of as a lead in to this new podcast that I've created, and I really think it's interesting and exciting, and I hope you enjoy this chat uh, with Zach Clam, and then we're going to come back, and then I'm going to also introduce you to uh, another uh, woman named Amanda Shea, whom I interviewed uh, much more recently. Uh, And it's a longer form format talking about her business and just really getting into the nuts and bolts of what it takes to start a business and then what she's hoping for the future. Really interesting stuff. So I hope you enjoy it. Here's my chat with Zach. I'll be back with you for a moment after my chat with Zach, and then uh, we'll finish off with my chat with Amanda Shea, which is actually one of the very first episodes of my new podcast, which I'm calling Dramatic Travels Entrepreneurs. So that's enough for me, my friend. Here we go. Here's my chat with Zach Clam from taxonamap.com. Cool. Was there anything you wanted to share that we didn't get to? I know I I might've scrambled the order of the questions on you a little bit and you didn't, you didn't even flinch. So that was, that was great. Is uh, there anything we missed? Anything you, you want to revisit? No,
1: I, I think uh, if you wanted to touch on the, the difficulty of social media marketing, but uh, I don't know. I think, I think, I think like we, we covered a lot of bases. I'm I'm cool with whatever, man. Yeah. Well, you know what? Why don't um, I'll, I'll
0: give you a, a quick prompt, a social media marketing prompt, and we can record it and maybe include it as a, as a bonus feature. Actually, because one thing that I'm really thinking about doing a little bit down the line is, is yep. really doing two separate podcasts, looking at, you know, the traveler and then yep. kind of the business side of it. You know, maybe really a separate podcast because not everybody out there is interested in listening to the business side of travel, but there's definitely yep. a market for it, as you and I know. Yep. So maybe that'll give me a little, you know, a little. You can put it on ice, yeah, yeah, little, little, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah, just let me give you a, a quick prompt here. So, Zach, we we talked in the pre-interview chat a little bit about struggles with social media marketing as a travel blogger. Can you just share your, some of your thoughts and some of your struggles and some lessons learned with our audience?
1: Yeah, because you know, basically, uh, summer last year, I really kicked it off, and I was really unprepared on how uh how saturated the, the the market is. I I started the blog and I figured it would be a heck of a lot easier than uh than it was to to get people's attention. Uh and you know you obviously like with Facebook you're you're able to to reach out with with your friends. I was new to Twitter, so and Instagram I'm 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 not as fan of Instagram for for uh uh for uh for promoting. I think I think Twitter's good. Uh the problem is is you know you you have a lot of followers, but there's so many voices out there. There's so much noise, as I call it, that it's hard to get people to listen. Um, And, uh, and you just, you know, at first it was a little discouraging where you're like, well, you know, I'm doing all this work and, and, you know, only people that are listening are the people I already know. And it's hard to, uh, it's hard to get that, that traction of getting outside your, your, your circle. So um, it was a little disheartening at first, to be honest, it was, you know, it was, it was tough. And, and really, cause I, th- I think I set unrealistic ex- expectations for myself. I, I was just, um, uh, he uh, thought it would be a heck of a lot easier and, and, and these stories would get a lot more traction. And I really, it, and it took a few months, but after I really sort of, uh, put that behind me and just said, Hey, like, I'm, I'm going to just, uh, you know, Right, because I I have fun with it, and uh, if people listen, that's great. And I think that's all you can do in these in these times. Otherwise, you're you know, um, otherwise you're just hoping to quote unquote go viral and <laughs> and something big happens. But you know, for the ninety eight percent of the rest of the people out there, it's a slog. And um, you know, I think you just have to to enjoy it first, and then uh, hope you know hope good things will come. And well, look at look at uh, you know, you obviously found me, and and, and here we are. So. And so this is a good opportunity to, to, to meet other people via your podcast. And, uh, it's a good example on, on you know, a small little connection can, can lead to other things. So that's, that's all you can hope for.
0: <laughs> no doubt about it. And Zach, I would even bump that 98% up to a hundred because you see the, a lot of people out there, you see the success they're having now, but you don't necessarily see what they went through to get there. From what I from the folks that I've talked to in my limited experience, they all started out right where you are, and where I am, and you got and you start somewhere, you make that first connection, and then that first connection turns into the second connection. But the key, I think, and you've got this is the content. The quality content is gonna rule you can you can drive traffic to your site you can you can open up your wallet and pay money to drive traffic to your site, but if you don't <laughs> got the content man you know, you're, you're not going to last very long. So I think you're on a great road and, uh, really, really, really appreciate you sharing with us today. I'll throw this little cool conversation in as a bonus, little bonus, uh, content for my audience or anyone who's looking for, uh, some compatriots on the, <laughs> the struggles of the, uh, the travel blogger. So we they, feel
1: your pain. <laughs> we do
0: feel your pain and, uh, the dramatic travels podcast and tax on a map. We're here to serve you. And please visit dramatic taxonamap.com that's where you can get in touch with my guest today zach clam all right buddy i think we killed it
1: it's been it's been emotional thank you yeah (laughs) all right man
0: thanks but hey have a great weekend man
1: you too but if you need anything else from me just let me know
0: all right, we're back to live now, back to September of 2018. Now, that conversation with Zach Clam, like I said, that happened back in January. That was January of 2018, two months before the Dramatic Travels podcast actually launched. And even back at that time, I had an idea that I wanted to produce a podcast for individuals who were struggling to build a business around their love of travel. And over the last several months, I've had the extreme honor, the extreme pleasure of interviewing dozens of individuals on the Dramatic Travels podcast about their travels, about their life. And hopefully you out there, my friend in podcast land, were able to take away a lot of valuable lessons and interesting stories from my guests. That's the whole point. One thing you may have noticed about many of my guests over these past several months on the Dramatic Travels podcast is that many of them have been, on some level, successful entrepreneurs, whether they've been bloggers who make their living writing a travel blog. I've interviewed videographers, documentary filmmakers, and I've really just been fascinated by their stories. And you may have even found over the course of these interviews, me asking questions even sometimes more questions about their business than even about their travels. And this is kind of admittedly a little bit selfish given that this is a travel podcast and that folks are tuning in to hear about travel. But I just kind of, sometimes I couldn't help myself. I was just fascinated by... Uh, Not just these individuals' love of travel, but the fact that they were able to take that love, that passion for travel and take it to another level and actually build their life, their lifestyle, and their livelihood around their love of travel by building these businesses, by becoming travel entrepreneurs. So, Coupling that with, of course, my conversation from Zach back in January, where I sort of had this this little flicker of an idea that someday I might want to start another podcast that focused on the business of building uh, a successful sort of dream life around travel. Uh, that all sort of culminated. It all kind of came together in the last month when I launched this brand new podcast that I'm going to share with you in just a moment called Dramatic Travels Entrepreneurs. And I just, I really want to take a time to to let you listen to one of these early episodes, get a sense of what, you know, the purpose for this podcast is and how I really want to just, again, amplify this, this passion, this love I have for travel, but really be able to to learn from those who have taken it to that next level and actually built their lives and their lifestyles and their livelihoods around their love of travel. So here, what I'm going to play for you right now is one of the very first episodes of Dramatic Travels Entrepreneurs. And this is my one of my very first guests. Her name is Amanda Shea. And I chose this particular interview because Amanda is a mother and she's going through just sort of a change at a point in her life where she's Leaving her kind of her corporate America portion of her life behind her. She's moving forward with a business that she's building around herself, around her love of travel, and around the people she wants to serve. And I just really think her message is very strong. And I'd love for you to, to just hear this interview and not just to get to meet Amanda, but also to get to in, get introduced to the Dramatic Travels Entrepreneurs uh, podcast in this format. And if this interests you in any way, I would love, love, love for you to subscribe to that podcast and listen to it as well. So. If you're listening today on one of the podcast platforms, I've dropped the links to Dramatic Travels Entrepreneurs to listen and subscribe to that podcast. The links are down in the description of this episode, down in the uh, in the podcast platform, whatever you're listening to us on today. And if you're listening on the website at DramaticTravels.com slash 31, the links are right there as well. Really hope you, you check it out and enjoy. So that's enough from me. I just want you to sit back now. Relax and enjoy my chat with Amanda Shea on my brand new podcast called Dramatic Travels Entrepreneurs. I'm Aaron Schlein, and I'm here to help you turn your love of travel into a thriving business and a dream life. This is Dramatic Travels Entrepreneurs. Yo-ho out there in podcast land, Aaron here, and you have landed on Dramatic Travels Entrepreneurs. This is day one of a 10-day launch extravaganza, I've got a fantastic guest coming your way in just a minute. If you're joining me for the very first time, though, I want to take just a quick moment to share what's in store for you here at Dramatic Travels Entrepreneurs. If you're passionate about travel and you want to use that passion to create a profitable business, then this podcast is for you. When you subscribe to Dramatic Travels Entrepreneurs, I'm going to introduce you to some of the travel world's most successful entrepreneurs who know just what it takes to turn wanderlust into a profitable business. In these very special launch episodes, you're going to listen in as I chat with several individuals who have each made the decision to try and create a business around their love of travel. These individuals are diverse in their experience and in their expertise, ranging from full-time bloggers to upstart tour operators, all the way to people with zero business experience who are looking to take that first step toward their dream life. I've chosen to feature these individuals during the launch of Dramatic Travels Entrepreneurs because these are the types of people this podcast is here to serve. And I want you to hear their stories first. One thing my first guests all have in common besides their passion for travel is that they are all attending TravelCon, a conference that helps people learn the skills to develop a profitable and sustainable career in the travel industry. The inaugural TravelCon event happens September 20th through the 22nd, 2018 in Austin, Texas. Today, we are chatting with Amanda Shea. Amanda is joining us from Raleigh, North Carolina. Welcome to the show, Amanda.
2: Thank you. Pleasure to be here.
0: All right. Amanda is the creator of Wonderment, a company that guides others to lead healthy lifestyles while simultaneously investing in themselves and contributing back to life through travel. You can find Amanda over at WondermentLTD.com. So Amanda, before we dive into what you got going on with Wonderment and what you're looking to get out of TravelCon, tell me a bit about yourself and just the role that travel has played in your life.
2: Ah, good question. So I think it began when I was younger where I had a mother who wanted to travel the world. To her, that meant Hawaii. And she was scared of flying for whatever reason. I don't remember flying much. We would just drive to Florida in the car like always. And so... I think it began at that age, knowing she wanted to do something and didn't do that. She's gone on to travel the world through work and had a lot of success there. But I think that knowing that she wanted that and took some obstacles to get there, I wanted to attack that from the beginning. So it began when I had a a two-year-old daughter. A gift my mom gave me was that every year my husband and I would leave our child or and you know we have more so we leave both of our children once a year and we go somewhere and we explore and so you know that's taken us to i think we began in italy and, you know we've been to thailand and we've been to japan we've been to a lot of different countries so that's where i think the begin the beginning of travel started but then once I got out there and you met so many new people and you experienced so many different things that I was just never the same. And it's it just something I could never get enough of. When some people may moan and groan about travel, even when I'm in business and doing work travel. It's still amazing for me. And it just fulfills me on so many different levels.
0: So let me just confirm the timeline. So you're, you really started to explore the world after, as an adult when your mother came to watch your, your daughter? Yeah, okay, that's okay. great. That's a cool. That's a cool, interesting story because you started out kind of talking about how your mother was sort of your. I, th- I was thinking you are going to go down the road of your mother was your travel inspiration. She showed you the world, but she did you a-, a huge solid and and watched your daughter so you could go out and start experiencing the world as an adult. And that's such a cool story. It just proves that it's never too late. And now you have that gift that you can pass on to your children. Can you tell me just real quickly about uh, your plans there?
2: Yeah, absolutely. In as a side note on that, I do want to say that I am a firm believer that travel can keep a marriage going and that travel can keep relationships together. And, you know, I just wanted to hit off that last point. So, how it's going now, are you talking about in regards to how I currently travel for fun or currently work related travel?
0: Well, let's just start kind of on, on the personal side just how you okay. travel, how travel fulfills you as a person. And then also, mm-hmm. if you want to touch on how you're, you're sort of passing that gift on to, to your daughter.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So how travel fulfills me as a person. Oh, I think it begins on so many levels. It begins on just the thought of traveling, you know, just thinking of where am I going? Are we going to Morocco? Are we going to go to the, the Canadian Rockies? So just the idea, and it's been proven, the thought of planning brings happiness. So when I'm out there and I'm exploring, I... pushing beyond my boundaries. Every level, I am going beyond what I I normally do. I'm eating weird things while I have no problems talking to anyone. I'm still going out there and speaking to the people who don't speak English to be able to converse with them. So I, I think for me, it's really pushing outside my comfort zones because I know that my world is only as big as I make it. And when I expand those boundaries, I learn so much more about myself, And I can connect back to who I am as a person. But then I also learn about the man in France and I learn about the country there. And when their news comes on and it says there's a terrorist attack in Nice or the king died in Thailand, I know the impact because I have left a little bit of my heart in those countries. And I, I understand and the world is much smaller and more intimate to me when I travel.
0: Yeah. Beautifully said. It just puts that human face on you know, some of these seven plus billion people around the world yeah. that live outside of our small little bubble. Raleigh, North Carolina for you, Sacramento, California for me. Now, before we move on to start talking business, you opened a little loop there that I'd like you to give, give you a chance to kind of close up and talk about for a second. And you said that travel keeps a marriage together. Can you speak on that for just a minute?
2: Sure. Yeah. It, it's funny. Uh, my husband and I are very uh, strong, bold, I mean, he's stubborn. I'm not, but you know, that's how it goes in our marriage. And so, we work. We're busy. We have kids. I mean, I, we're no different. No spectacular um, relationship here, relationship here compared to anyone else. But when we travel, everything is different. When we're alone, we look at each other's eyes. We connect. We talk. And during the remaining part of the year, when there's times when I don't like him, I just close my eyes and say to myself. You liked him in the Grand Tetons last year. You can do this. <laughs> it, it's, I mean, it's no joke. i probably say that 15 times a year. I'm like, all right, you liked him. Remember, you liked him. And I am convinced that it's kept our marriage together because we take time and we invest back in not only ourselves, but our marriage. And that's foremost the most important thing that keeps us alive.
0: Well, like you said, planning a trip brings happiness. And thinking back on those fond memories also brings a different kind of happiness. And I love that you shared that story. I appreciate you getting a little personal with us. Yeah, absolutely. So so let's let's talk business. So, okay, it's very clear that travel is a big part of your life. You have a very, very obvious passion. Tell me about that decision to take that passion to another level and turn it into a business, to make travel a part of your Hmm. livelihood.
2: Sure, sure. So in February of this year, I found myself without a job. I had run a national sales team for a a pharmacy. And it was at that point where I said, no, I'm not gonna work under someone. I'm not gonna bend to these rules that I don't personally believe in. And so I was just quiet, which is not a norm for me. I was quiet for several months. I went to Tony Robbins. I listened to so many podcasts. I read books and I went after all these different people just to learn about their lives. So I knew I wanted wellness because I've been in, the fitness arena for 20 years, teaching yoga and strength and boot camp and all of those things. And I've lived this type of life. And I would keep thinking, all right, I'm gonna do something wellness related so that I could travel. And I would say it over and over. And too many times people had said, oh, the travel industry is so tough. It's so saturated. And so I, you know, not wisely, just took their ideas and put it onto my own. Oh, I can't do that because, you know, that that's not going to make any money. So I just did what I wanted. And eventually I had just an awakening like, all right, forget it. Forget what these other people say. I'm going to find it my own way. And that's when I decided to combine it, the concept of wellness with travel. Because travel is amazing. But travel can also be very unhealthy. And it also can be healthy. It's really how you lead your travels and your mindset behind it. And from there, that's where... I set up to create Wonderment and have launched it since.
0: You touched on just a few of those resources, free resources and paid resources that sort of got you started, got that entrepreneurial mm-hmm. mindset growing. Can you speak on some, let's let's talk about some of the, the inexpensive or even the free resources oh, sure. like, like podcasts. Let's start there since we're talking on a podcast today and our audience is clearly, uh, are people who like podcasts. Tell me about some podcasts that change your life and help you with that mindset.
2: Ah, so there's some great podcasts out there. I listen to them all the time. One is someone who I love. Her name is Candice Kumai, K-U-M-A-I. She has a podcast called The Wabi Sabi. Wabi Sabi is a Japanese term for the art of imperfection. So she's a really real person. So I love her. Um, I've also listened to Gary Vee uh, a fair amount. There's a Wellpreneur So that's the word like wellness and entrepreneur. Wellpreneur is another one that I listen to frequently. And it's no surprise that I also listen to Tony Robbins. But there's some great resources out there. They're free. They give wonderful knowledge just right there. You just have to listen.
0: Couldn't agree more. And podcasting, consuming podcasts, and then of course producing my own podcast has been a huge, huge part of my journey. There's so much knowledge out there, and mm-hmm. there's so many. You know, there's a the podcast for you, no matter what you're into, no matter what you're trying to learn or how you're trying to go. There's a podcast for you. And on the off chance that there isn't, Amanda, that's the opportunity to my friend to be the change you want to see and start that podcast, which is exactly what I did right here with Dramatic Travels Entrepreneurs. Now, Good for you. Thank you so much. Now let's move on. TravelCon. Okay, so you're attending TravelCon because there's mm-hmm. because you clearly want to network with people in the travel industry, but can you tell me about a specific struggle in your business right now? Something sure. that you're hoping to learn by attending TravelCon this year?
2: Yes, and I I am a uh, a new sponge, so there's so much knowledge I need to soak up and that's just a, an obvious point that I, I want to bring up there, but the biggest thing is on my end I offer small group travel to set lo- locations for wellness journeys. So my goal is to gather more knowledge, to meet new people so that when I have these travels like for example, I have Costa Rica coming up in November and I think I've got it full, but I don't know yet. So there's always an ebb and flow when I offer small group travel is I'm going to constantly be needing people to fill these journeys and move on that path. So that's one of my biggest things is to learn, you know, to make new connections, to learn new skills, to learn new ways to do things and just expand my knowledge there.
0: And just to be clear, is, is wonderment your full-time gig now? Yep. I'm all in. That is so cool. So glad to hear that. Cause I know that's obviously that's the that's the goal for a lot of entrepreneurs. Maybe you start out with a side hustle or you go dark for a few months, like you said, Mm -hmm. and just, you know, really get to, you know, get to the core of who you are and who you, who you want to serve. And I love that. uh, I love that you were able to make that leap. So, well, I do want to say one thing right here.
2: I think that in the travel industry, and, you know, I looked at other industries out there, I think the travel industry could be kinder. So here's what I said. You know, I told you I met a lot of people. I reached out to everyone. Well, when I spent the same time, and I'm bold and brave, I would reach out to so many people in the travel industry to only hear crickets. I think that we need to change that idea that the person next to me is competition, the website next to me is competition, and really know that there's enough for all of us in the world. While travel may have tighter margins, I really seek to find that friendship you know, whether it be a travel con or whether it be somewhere else, you know, along my journey that we need to bind together as an industry and know that we can all help each
0: other out. Yep. That is the abundance mindset that only in my, in my experience only produces good things that you're relating to people, even though I mean, you boil it down to its, to its essence, perhaps they're competition, you might be competing for that same customer, those same dollars, but just having that mindset that there is plenty to go around. Every one of us is individual. We offer something in just some unique way that no one else on planet earth could present it in just that way. And so how would you describe how you're injecting your own personality and your own story into your business?
2: Well, as a yoga instructor, for example, I have learned kind of like that wabi-sabi that I am imperfect, that idea that life does is not meant to be whole, but it's, or excuse me, life is not meant to be perfect, it's meant to be whole. And so that's how I inject in my business where I know, you know, sometimes I'm going to send something out where I make a typo or I'm going to forget to do something and not beating myself up. You know, no longer are the days where I, I need to be perfect, because if I don't accept me where I make all these flaws and I stumble, how would I let anyone else accept me, nor could I accept them? So I take that into the business and just try to be real. And so if that means laughing when you you stumble and fall, then, you know, so be it just showing I think if I can be real with myself, others have that acceptance to shine as they need to as well.
0: Yeah, just to sort of tack on to that, it's that it's- people obsess about their flaws and are they very protective over their flaws when in reality it's very often those exact flaws that that make you relatable that connect with with people and eventual clients and customers on a very human level. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think that's a a mindset shift that, that I know I went through. And also just the idea of, of showing up every day and and day after day, whether you're sending emails or recording podcasts or connecting, you know, you make that typo and then the first time you do it, you know, you beat yourself up, but the hundredth typo you make, Mm -hmm. it it doesn't even, it's not a blip on the radar anymore or anymore. It's just another day, another typo, big deal, you know, next onto the next item.
2: Well, and you said that the key words, you just show up. I mean, that's really, I, I can't say I'm rolling any money, yeah, but I'm some great success here. But I did show up and I did try. And every day I try. And some days I just want to like sit around and do nothing, but I don't. And I get up and I keep on pushing. And even though I make mistakes and even though I, I screw things up, I learn from it and just move on. And so I think
0: you hit on the key words there. All right. Well, let's get tactical for just a minute as far as what's your sp- specific things, specific skills or lessons you're hoping to learn by you know, immersing yourself in this this world of travel entrepreneurs at TravelCon. Mm-hmm. What's something you're struggling with in your business right now that you hope to gain some insight by tr- attending TravelCon?
2: Uh, let's see. A good example would be how to use my social media and the best maneuvers to target intended audience members.
0: So you're looking for to develop a strategy or hone an existing strategy?
2: Probably hone an existing strategy.
0: Could you mind just going into some brief detail about what you're doing now?
2: Oh, what I'm doing now? I am posting on Instagram and Facebook and I have limited on Twitter and LinkedIn. So I just want to make sure In the world of every picture looking perfect on Instagram and Facebook, how to make sure I'm as productive as I can be there, um, keeping that realness alive, what does that look like? So adding value to those who come to the site and not just trying to sell them something. I think that's the important thing that I want to be able to add.
0: Definitely, definitely adding value and free value consistently. So, tell me, Amanda, and I don't mean to 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 kind of call you out too much, but I'm really curious. Do yeah. you have a funnel in place, a process, a journey that you take your your client on, or the people who might connect with you on social media to get them from, say, Instagram follower all the way through to to paying client? Do you have a system like a funnel like that in place?
2: Yes, but it's funny you mentioned that um, because yesterday I I. My business was chosen for an MBA program here in Raleigh, North Carolina, and I was meeting with my group of MBA students who were working on my business as their project. And that was their discussion uh, around that, like, all right, it seems like you have a, a rough funnel, but I really think you need to tighten up that funnel. So that's something I'm looking into now as well.
0: Okay, good. And I'm sure there's there's going to be plenty of, of experts. And I think you're going to get a lot of great ideas uh, from the people you're going to meet at TravelCon. And before we say goodbye here, is there any particular speaker or workshop instructor that you're just dying to meet that you think is really going to help you move the needle uh, on in your business?
2: I know that someone would like me to say their name, um, but I guess I don't really have anyone set per se. I think that... I guess I'm not... I'm a big lover of uh, experiences more than people. So I guess I'm just open to whoever I connect with, who can share that knowledge.
0: Okay, well, we're gonna, I'd like to check back in with you after TravelCon. We'll, you know, specifically yeah, talking please. about that social media engagement that you were talking about, and then, you know, tightening up that funnel. And I want to just check back and see if you see what you got out of the conference and who you met and what they were able to teach you and how you're moving your business forward. Okay, wonderful. I look forward to that. All right, Amanda Shea, thanks so much for joining us today on this TravelCon edition of Dramatic Travels Entrepreneurs. And of course, you can check out Amanda at wondermentltd.com. Amanda, have a great day. Thanks so much. See you in Austin.
2: All right. Thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Take care.
0: Yes, indeed. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Dramatic Travels Entrepreneurs. Remember, your dream life begins at DramaticTravels.com slash E. That's E for entrepreneurs. Travels.com slash E. Aaron Schlein signing off. I will see you later. I'll see you tomorrow.